Hey everybody, it's Katie, and you're listening to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Hello! I'm in a great mood this morning. Uh, I'm going to start off with a story about how silly I am, and then we'll get into birthdays and storytelling. So let's get into it. Um, Okay, super fun story that I cannot wait to share with everyone. Okay, so I was reading three books as of last podcast, right? I'm like, oh, I'm reading three books. So we're sitting in the car, my husband and I, and we're totally alone. And I'm, this is the the time for me to bitch about stuff, right? Because there's no kids around or whatever. And I'm telling him about how I want to break up with someone and about how I never wanted to be with them anyways in a relationship. And now I feel like I'm stuck and I want to break up. And he's like, kind of calling me out because I run away from everything. Not really. Like, he's not being mean or anything. But he, you know, he's just talking about how I run away from everything. And I'm like, yeah, totally. I definitely run away from everything. And that's a thing I do. So then I, so then I think I'm clever. And I start being like, you know how like in that book, The Power of Now, because we were both reading it, he read it and I read it. And I was like, you know how in the book they talk about like, if you put a dry fire log next to a log that's on fire, that dry log will then become on fire. And so I'm using this analogy to be like, I just can't be next to this behavior. It puts me on fire like that. I just can't get away from it. Y'all, he's... Keith turns around and he smiled at me like the fucking Grinch, y'all. He was so ready. And he was like, actually, had you read the whole book and not just half of the book. Ah, shit. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. He's like, it's only through working on yourself that you learn to become a self-sustaining log who is unaffected by what's going on around them. (laughs) Y'all, oh my God. I'm literally having a hard time saying it. It was so fucking funny because that is so fucking me. Like, oh, I got it. I read half the book. I'm so fucking smart. Got the idea. Boom, easy. And then I definitely, (laughs) I definitely miss the critical self-work part where you're supposed to be working on dealing with those feelings so that you can become more self-sustaining. So, nailed it. (laughs) He caught me. He caught me being like, oh my God, actually... Uh, and he definitely nailed it. And so I've had to sit with that thought for, for a couple of weeks, like, fuck, fuck, um, which I really thought was amazing. So that's, uh, a story I'd like to share with you is that we are all subject to missing the lesson. So no matter how many times the universe will try to teach you a lesson, You will not fucking learn the lesson until you see it for yourself or hear it in a way that makes sense to you. So hang in there. It's hard to be a person, but keep working at it. Keep trying. And sometimes you'll hear something that's quite on the nose. 
And so now I have to think about myself and I have to try to finish a full thought or a full personal growth activity. So there's that. Moving on. Birthday. So Magnus's birthday came and went. Um, I, d- I ended up doing my plan and I stuck with it. I kept waffling and feeling guilty here and there. Like, do I really need to have this huge party? Blah, blah, blah. I kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then I saw on an upcoming birthday, the RSVP count on another student's birthday is up to 107 attendees at this moment in time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So that took away any, <laughs> any, any guilt that I had because I'm not throwing him his fifth wedding. Like this is a birthday party. So brought it back down. Okay. I probably, I probably wouldn't throw him a wedding for his fifth wedding. Duh, that's way too many weddings. <laughs> But it's his fifth birthday, not his wedding. So that's a no for me. So I gave out all of the birthday party favors that I was going to have for the birthday party to all of the kids in class on the very day of his birthday. He was so excited. Everyone was so nice to him. He got his crown from school. He Everybody sang to him. He felt like a king. When he came home, we treated him like a king. He had a wonderful birthday. And I bought him something like that afternoon, kind of crappy on like clearance for like $2. And he got to open it and he felt so lucky and so happy that he got a present. You know, you don't really have to, to go overboard. And it just made me feel like, oh, thank you. This is exactly what we needed. He just wanted to feel loved and appreciated. And then another little boy sent him the cutest shit I've ever seen. A little video of him, but it's like an emoji of a cat. And he's like, Magnus, you're my best friend. Happy birthday. I hope you have a fun birthday. Anyways, this made Magnus feel like a king. He felt so cool. So now, like three Saturdays from now, when I have time, I hunted down kind of secretly all of the he told me who he wanted to invite and I was like kind of had to find their phone numbers in like a group uh class chat thing that we have and I kind of secret spy emailed them um and so now I will have a very big party with tons of get uh tons of activities and and games and all kinds of things and I have like a whole bunch of stuff for them to all take home still that I bought for the party because now that it's less children they can all take all the stuff I bought for the party home because I bought special scoops and special spoons and you know beads and all kinds of fun stuff and now I get to send it home with like you know six kids (laughs) and that seems fun and reasonable and and now I feel like I get to have a party for him and I get to give him all of the things he wants instead of this obligation that is looming and making me feel like I'm out of breath so nailed it Nailed that one. I'm so excited. And I'll tell you how the party itself goes. But either way, I know it's going to be fucking great because there's not going to be 104 people (laughs) in my motherfucking house. Okay? Yes. So, next. This is uh, the fun part, the parenting part, the new skill, new activity part. Um, So, I want to correct. So, it's not in the power of now that they talk about storytelling It's actually in the body language one, um, what everybody is saying by Mark Bowden. And 
it has really opened my eyes. And so I want to spend a lot more time on, on just that. So what they talk about is how storytelling helps us all understand and puts things into context. Blah, blah, blah. It's fantastic. 10 out of 10. Cannot recommend that book enough. But children are always confused. This is the what to expect part. So they don't fucking know what's going on. Um, and I have had the experience to have to be in so many different annoying places. Um, and I remember that my mother was a total bitch and just kind of like, you have to do this. Like you better fucking do this. Um, and because of it, it really, I mean, girl, you don't want none of that. (laughs) But because of it, I always explained to my kids like day one, Hey, we're about to go, for example, into the doctor's office. This is a hella boring place. I hate it. The lights in there are annoying. They make me sleepy and tired. Everyone's hella quiet. And then every cough you make or sniffle or everything is like magnified 10 times. Um, like everything's kind of dirty. There's like cooties in there. I kind of feel like the, the, you know, place smells funny, whatever, whatever your gripes are, that's fine. Give it to them, tell them because it's all true. Like whatever you feel is true. So like all of that's true. I can't even go into the dentist's office because the way it fucking smells. I swear to God. Anyway, so (sighs) you have to tell them ahead of time, this is gonna suck in these ways. But if you Play with my phone quietly. Draw in your notebook quietly. Play quietly with your Barbies or your Polly Pockets. Play with these cars without disturbing anyone. Do all of, Go through the whole day without taking your pants off. Whatever your mini goal is. You know, kids are fucking nuts. I don't... <laughs> please don't pick your nose while we're in there and do that flick booger thing that you really can't stop doing. Whatever it is, you have to tell them ahead of time. on In the car ride, eye to eye in the grass, whatever it is, before... Because they have no fucking idea. So to you, the doctor's office is just a menial task that you have to get checked off your list. It's an activity we're doing for the day. It's something you have to get over and through. And to them, it's a brand new place. It's hella exciting. Everything looks cool. At whatever. So they want to touch it all or they want to see everything. They've never been here before. It's exciting. It's a new adventure. You know that's not appropriate there, but they do not. So then when you're kind of a jerk or like trying to be like, "Mm, I'm just going to go with kind of a jerk because we've all, okay, we've all been kind of jerks. So then when you're like shutting them down and like, stop, no, stop, no, stop, no. That's like, what the fuck, man? This place sucks. All this fucking cool shit. Got the stuff hanging on the walls. Can't even pull it out. The doctor gets to pull all those little black pieces out and throw them all over. Why the fuck can't I? You know, their, their brains are just these constant little machines like suck next (laughs) and mine (laughs) so you have to tell them it's not gonna be fun I'm not gonna let you touch this I'm not gonna let you whatever okay I've always done this it works eight out of ten times sometimes they smell blood in the water and they know you really want it too bad and then they just fuck the entire thing up but there's nothing you can do you can there's nothing you can do about that those days just be they're just Oh, they're just hard. You just have to just get more coffee or whiskey or whatever and get your get, get through it. <laughs> Cuz sometimes they just really want to ruin it. I don't know. It's just the moon. Fuck it. Just call it a day. So, 
But <laughs> in the instances where I've been clear, um, they've been great. Now, do I bribe them on the other side, you may be thinking. Ha! <laughs> yes! If you blank, I will blank. And that can be whatever they want. It doesn't have to be money monetary. It can be watch you play video games for two hours and totally keep silent and non-judgmental. Or I will play two board games with you instead of listening to Daddy's Day. Or I will hang out with you two hours early in your room and read books and whatever they want to do. I don't know. Whatever they want to do. Your kid is just this magnificent bag of goodies that just has all these different characteristics. Whatever works for your family, you can bribe them with that. Um, (laughs) Sugar works like a motherfucker too. And I ain't even sorry about it. If you are amazing at the doctor's office, oh, mama's going to get that ass and make flurry. Thank you. I mean, if I need a coffee, you're getting a frappuccino, but we, you know, whatever. It's <laughs> customize it. <laughs> so, any way you want to do it. But <laughs> the storytelling component where we can up our game on that. So, I've been doing this verbally for years. And recently, and y'all, seriously, do that. I, and it sounds like <laughs> it would be easy, but you forget. So, you forget because you're in a rush, you forget because um, somebody didn't want to put their shoes on and cried for like 45 minutes and now you have to pee, you know, so it's really easy to forget this one step. So you can do it at any point in time. You can do it three days before you go to the doctor's office. You can do it while you're peeing and they're outside the door and you're remembering this information. This is a low-key, low-bar situation. All you have to do is communicate it clearly and they have to make eye contact with you back and nod, yes, I understand. (laughs) It's all, it's no, no bar is too low, my friends. Okay, you just just get it out the best best way you can. Now, if you want to up your game, which works so much better, I'm finding out. So this has really upped my game. We don't understand how powerful a visual image is, how powerful it can be. And, and I know that we all understand and we comprehend the power that it has over our children, but we don't use it and manipulate it in our everyday lives to make our lives easier and better. And here's how you can. So peg dolls, cars, Lego guys, doesn't fucking matter. I'm finding out via uh, what everybody is saying, by the way, Half of it, am I right? Hey! <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> so, okay. In, 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 in my defense, I am halfway through that book, and I do plan on reading the whole book, but I am stuck on suspend judgment, but we can come back to that later. <laughs> okay, so, in this book, I read this, so, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm using this to be more clear with Magnus. He's four, so it's kind of, or he's five now. Um, he's the only one that it's like kind of working on right now. That that it, it, everyone else is like old enough to understand what I'm talking about for the for the most part. Anyways, anything straws you can use. Uh, if you have four straws, you can use the straws to play out. This is what doctors usually say. Oh, I'm the doctor. I'm coming in the room. The kids are beautiful, wonderful creatures of imagination. They know no limits. You don't have to have like a specific peg doll or a person or a, uh, you don't even have to have like a human being. It can be literally anything. Eggs, Legos. It does not fucking matter. They do not care. So 
lowered expectations. <laughs> so underrated. Love that. Forks. But I think you're getting the memo. So show them, oh, the doctor usually says, oh, hello, folks. How are you today? And then mommy usually says, oh, hi, I'm doing well. We're here today because, um, I don't know. I just totally drew a blank. Because Amelia doesn't feel very well. And then you go through the entire thing kind of as you think like a rough draft that would go down. Your children you will see a totally different child. I swear to God, it is it is changing everything. Magnus is so much less anxious. I start to notice like he doesn't understand. And so then I'll even use my fingers in a bind. Like if we're out somewhere, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, this is dad and this is the guy and this is what they're doing. Oh, hi, do you have my car? Oh, yes, I do have your car. Okay, well, could I pay for it, please? We need to go. Yes, we can do that. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. And while we're in the back seat of the car. But then he kind of knows what he's waiting for instead of just fucking waiting. Because if we, if we, in fact, I'm, <laughs> I literally remember every fucking feeling, apparently, apparently, of being a child. I remember it vividly. I, I don't understand people who like don't understand what it felt like to be pushed aside or ignored or shut up. Um, and so like they're always feeling that way. It always feels that way. And if you felt that way every single day, it would fucking drive you insane. You would start to scream and throw things and demand to be listened to. Hello. Do we recognize any of those behaviors? Ha! Ah, every fucking day, every fucking day. So it all, and always remember, it sounds so easy. All this shit, like, and that's, I get kind of mad when I read these books or when I read, not Mark Bowden, because he's a genius, but when I read certain books, I get so irritated because I'm like, oh, they make it seem so fucking simple. Like, oh, just try this. Especially that you don't even get me started on the internet and all the stupid fucking advice on there. Um, but what's really going to work is informing the kids what your plans are. Even if it's just like, I don't know what the plans are. Today is a scary day for me because it's unplanned and I have a lot of things balancing in the air. And I just wanted to tell you that, that mommy's stressed out. I don't really know what's going on. This is too much stuff. So just be honest with them, even when it's chaos. Try to look at them and notify them because ex expect them to be confused. This is their first time. This is their first time everything, everything, everywhere. Um, and, and then if they had a negative experience the first time, <laughs> they're going to freak out the second time you want to bring them. So just kind of keep that in mind and... Or at least that's what I'm trying to keep in mind lately, especially with baby number five. I definitely was not taking the fucking time to talk to him. He was just being told, shh, 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 here, 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 here. Okay, here, go with this person. Okay, uh, go with this person. Um, so I really enjoyed the reminder that they are confused. And also that storytelling is not only fun and exciting, but engaging and they'll pay attention to what you're saying. And now it seems like you're playing with them, which is what they love. And storytelling is playing. 
nailing it. Mm, mm, mm. You're packaging up all the shit you have to do in one activity. And that's my favorite thing to do. Because I'm lazy. And I don't even give a fuck. So, I hope this brings you much, much, much needed anxiety relief. Because I'm telling you, it is calming my kid way down when I take the time to really explain this is how things are. This is the way it's going to be. Instead of just kind of just throwing it at him and demanding it and kind of just hitting him with it right on the spot. Come on, we need to go. We're late. Yeah, like he fucking cares. And also... Did I even tell him that we had to go soon? Or half the time, no, because he's baby number five. <laughs> baby number one, I was like, we're going in five minutes. We're going in four minutes. We're going in three minutes. We're going in two minutes. We're going in one minute. We're going now. And then he would throw a huge fucking temper tantrum, and then I would cry, and then we probably were late. So, <laughs> so either way, <laughs> lower the bar. Be easy with yourself. This is your reminder. Be easy. Be easy on yourself and be easy with them. You always have the time to take it down, look them in the eye, and apologize. I'm sorry our day is going shitty. I'm sorry that I just cried in the parking lot because they got our order wrong because I'm tired and I just I don't know what to do. Just be honest with your babies. And then in return, hopefully they'll be honest with us. Because that's our big, long game plan. So, stay strong. I love you. You can email me at uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And hit me up if you are bored. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.